When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Well, I just the neighborhood if I'm quiet. That can only mean one thing. Yes, we have up here in a few minutes has entered the building. Oh my God. Now we're just going to, just putting it out there. You're going to want to turn the volume down just a touch probably. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, nobody's ever going to say, I couldn't hear what he was saying. Yeah. Never. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> that, so that's coming up in just a second. We have kind of a special edition, special episode today, talking movies uh, and a movie release that's coming up this weekend and some how you can get involved with the tickets and stuff. And I want to thank Centrist Federal Credit Union though, for being our partner as always. Um, they're still recruiting. They're looking for you. Are you out there? You looking for a gig? You looking for a new gig? You want to make a career change? Uh, they've got some great benefits. Um, and like they said, career paths for growth, and they are definitely offering a future you can bank on. <laughs> uh, equal opportunity employer, federally insured by NCUA. Go to their website for more info, centristfcu.org, or you can call them at 402-334-7000. Yep. Look under their careers tab. You'll find all the deets. Go ahead. You want me to start? Absolutely. Good morning. No, it's not like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Never mind. Take that. <laughs> take it back. Take it back. You told me to freaking start. <laughs> I forgot how you do that. Timothy, you'll um, cut. <laughs> Timothy, just yell cut. Every time yeah. you cut. Cut. That's why I'm not. <laughs> let's, 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 uh, let's try to take two here. Let's, let's start off with the fact. Okay. So Pat Stibbs, Randy Goodwin, you guys, almost regulars, almost well, regulars on the Pat and JT show. Well, um. And we would like I don't that. know, Randy. <laughs> we haven't been invited for a while. You don't have to be invited. Well, After I, you come two or three times, you can through. get your own glass out of the cupboard. Because <laughs> I'm not going to. a couple of times. Maybe. Yeah. Without you. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, I know. He yeah. doesn't invite me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till I'm on vacation. I can't see why. I cannot <laughs> see why at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you always bring good stuff, for sure, you know. when you guys come. So you've got another movie that's about ready to, to drop this Friday. you got a special viewing coming up. It's you've not my got, movie. I know that. <laughs> You're bringing to the table. I'm bringing it to the table. Just, just yeah. To Omaha, Nebraska. Just, just chill. I'll get you there. And anyway. <laughs> Boy, when's the last time you said that? <laughs> it's been a minute. Anyway. <laughs> My wife said that last night. No, she didn't. I know she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee she did not. I think it was, is it in? I yeah. Think. Oh, my God. And you said, and you said I'm fridge. done from the bathroom. <laughs> okay, it's, it's in. It's in the fridge. Oh this is where it goes. Anyway. So let's 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 talk. Okay, okay let's get let's talk. Down to brass tacks. What do you got going on? Okay, so I am going to introduce here on the phone all the way from California. Oh my God. Well, first of all, Randy <laughs> J. Goodwin is here. Let's hear it from Randy. Yes, J. exactly. Randy Yay. J. Goodwin, uh, and on the phone, a very very excited uh, to be talking to uh, Timothy Woodward Jr., the uh, director of the new film Till Death Do Us Part, which looks so incredibly awesome. It does. And yeah. yes, Yay. and one of the stars of the film who totally kicked ass in this movie, Natalie Byrne. Timothy Natalie. and Natalie. Are both, uh, hey guys, how you doing? Morning. 
We are terribly sorry it's so darn early in California, but uh, no. Thanks so much for jumping on with us. We really do appreciate it, and I totally understand why you didn't want to have your cameras on. Yeah, no, it's okay. Don't worry, we've been awake for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to be uh, so. You know, I can't even imagine uh, what it's like the week. Well, now we're just what three days before your film opens, as we speak. And can you guys get any sleep at all uh, uh, during this time? No. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to miss this opportunity to talk to you. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, okay, I got to ask you. So, uh, Timothy, let us let me ask you this. Let's talk about the project. So, Death Do Us Part, how did it come about? Uh, tell us kind of the backstory behind it and, and how this all came to be. Oh, man. Well, it was, uh, you know, I was I was looking for something fun to do, something that was different. Um you know, it's a it's a very different, as you'll see, type of movie. It's got a lot of comedy to it, and so I was also looking for something to collaborate with Natalie on. And she sent me the script, and it opened up. It had this uh, Def Leppard quote inside of it, and it was like automatically super fun when it started. So, very much kind of how we did the call, bro. To be honest, it was uh, it landed to me, and then forty five days later, we were in production. Wow! So it was um, you know, it was one of those things where. It was kind of will it into existence. We set a date. We said we're going to rock and roll. And we're going to do it. And uh, we just did it. That's awesome. Natalie, let me ask you this. So tell me about your character. Tell us what the story is all about here. You want to take that, Nat? Or you want me to take it? Tell, tell the story. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, it's a fairy tale. <laughs> Give us some coffee, Timothy. It's a fairy, yeah, it's a, it's a fairy tale romance. It's a, it's a romantic comedy. I mean, when you boil it down, no, it's a, it starts off actually like a romantic comedy, like a 1990s rom-com. Uh, it's very much got those vibes right off the bat from the beginning, very happy. And then everything goes really bad when the bride decides that she doesn't want to wed the groom on the wedding day. And uh, she ends up sending her, he ends up sending his groomsmen to come after her. So it's very much a twisted tale on Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And, uh, and you know, if the seven dwarfs wanted to kill Snow White. Right. Okay. Now let me ask, so, so basically, Natalie, you're the Snow White in this. In I'm the, basically the Snow White. Yes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> in this. Yeah. Whole, and um, there are a lot of really big names that are involved with this and, and a lot of big projects that y'all have worked on just to kind of give people a taste because there's some, there's some really good stuff in here aside from obviously the call. Um, <laughs> but because that's, that's a favorite of mine now. I mean, now that we've been, and on top of it, because we have that association with you, but some of the other projects, I mean, look at like Timothy himself working on final destination, which has got to be one of the, you know, easiest for a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I know that one. Well, Jeffrey Reddick, who's one of the producers of the call and mm -hmm. also one of the producers of this movie, yeah. uh, Jeffrey actually wrote the original final destination film. Wow. And, uh, he's a, a tremendously talented human being. It was a pleasure to get to know him during the making of the call. And then obviously Jeffrey involved in, in this film as well. And, uh, I just I'm so excited. We've had so many people contact us about seeing this movie. The reviews have been incredible. You guys, you got to be ecstatic about that. Yeah, you know, it's 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 good when people, you know, take the movie. Like I said, it's a different you know, it's not a straight up action movie. It's not a straight up horror movie and it's not a straight up comedy. It's very genre bending and it goes back and forth between what it is. Uh, and it's fun, you know, it all wraps up at the end nicely, but it's, it's glad it's always good when you put a lot of time 
and work and energy into a project when, you know, critics look at it and like it. But you can't, you know, you go in knowing that you can't please everybody by any means. And, you know, if, if people look at this as the right thing and they go in to have a fun time, that they're going to enjoy it. If they look at it as a very serious movie that's got some hidden message. I mean, I, I talked to somebody, you know, I did like 40 interviews in a row and, you know, people were asking me what metaphorically it meant. And you know, what was this? A, was this a symbolism for what? I mean, I'm not kidding. I was answering these questions. And I said, you know, if you if you want to think about it like that, you know, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I can't tell you I made it for that reason. I made it because I wanted to make people laugh or, or yeah. you know, have fun. Uh, and that was the idea. I like the description of it, though, as, as just to take it a step further from what we started with, is that it's the bride and groom. She decides she doesn't want to get married to him. So then you have the seven deadly groomsmen <laughs> that are coming after her, and that's who she has to survive, which yeah. it is a real twist. And I honestly, when I read the description, I'm like, I can't believe nobody's done something right. like this it's, before. Right. It's genius. It is. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like it just almost writes itself. I'm just thinking of the guy so being left at the altar, and his grooms are like, "Oh no, yeah. you're so not doing this for me." Oh hell no! <laughs> does does till death mean something cryptic? Like you know, dying. I'm just it I'm means it means it means a little something like that. Little little after death, maybe till death after death. <laughs> All right. Man, it's it's a metaphor for the stock market crash that's about to come. I knew it. I knew it. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. I love how you did this. All right. The so bride, the bride represents us. The groomsmen yeah. are are all the Wall Street brokers trying to yeah. kill us. We're we gotta survive. There's the sequel right there. Yeah, Ron Howard and I were just talking about this. <laughs> exactly. Ready to go. It's ready to go. So it's, it's all metaphorical. What do we have going on here in Omaha? Because it is showing exclusively at AMC Westroads. Yeah, 14. so we got we got a pretty fun promotion here coming up. So we've got uh, we've got two radio stations uh, involved in this um, uh, 99.9 KJOR and uh, Boomer 94.5, and so we're having a fun evening. So 6:45, uh, we're going to have uh, some fun at the movie theater. We've got Bridezilla Killer, and that's on Friday, August fourth. Yeah, just to point out what days we're talking about. If you're not hearing this till Saturday, yes. Yes. You just missed it, but you can still go see the movie. Yes, if, if okay. you hear this Saturday, you snooze, you lose. Yeah. But uh, if you hear it before then, yeah. So this coming Friday, August fourth, is when you hear this. Um, Six forty-five is the screening. We've got uh, we've got the the Bridezilla Killer in attendance, and she's wonderful. We've got a local actress, Sydney Hendrickson, who's uh, going to be appearing as our Bridezilla Killer. And uh, on social media, she's blowing it up. I mean, she's out there, and and I, I just hope Natalie that. The Bridezilla Killer in Omaha does you somewhat of justice. I know it's not you. I wish we had you here. <laughs> but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had ticket giveaways. And the, and the first 10 brides who come out that are getting married next year get free passes to the bridal fair coming up. So if they just come out, they don't need to come or anything. They can just come on out. And, and I don't know. That seems I would think if they are played, they make it turned away. Foreshadowing oh, maybe. a little? I don't know. Maybe. I'd marry her. If, you're, if your fiancé, if you're the guy and your fiancé shows up at this, what is that telling you? <laughs> yeah, you better watch your ass. Yeah, right. Yeah, that means death. be walking a straight line. Right. You know, we were we were actually talking about coming there. Believe it or not, and surprising you guys. Oh, but what yeah. happened was we we ended up booking these a bunch of shows at like AMC Universal and AMC Torrance and then UMC. So they have me doing a Q and A Friday, Friday, Saturday afternoon, and Saturday night now here in different parts of like LA and surrounding oh, areas. But, you know, yeah, we, we totally appreciate like crazy the, the promotion and 
We're excited for the people in Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know if there's any kind of video thing we could do, you know, or anything else, but we definitely uh, are super stoked about what you guys are doing there. And if it's successful and we get an encore or something, you know, we definitely are interested in, in, in doing something. I would have definitely flown there and put on the dress again. Natalie, not? Natalie was I honestly a little. That, I sleep in that dress. The girl you guys sent over, <laughs> the girl guys, girl you guys sent over was so good. Natalie, literally, like in true fashion, she's like, "Wait a minute, I think Hello? I should be doing this." I don't think. I, I, <laughs> I was like, I right? Hold on a minute. I think I should be walking around the movie theater with a chainsaw, scaring people. I, I literally know. was thinking, "This is what I'm gonna wear for our screening today." I was like, "Hey, why not?" You know what? I almost had the chainsaw okayed. But, you know, in this day and age, I had the yeah. thing call me and say, hey, you know, we better scratch the so chainsaw. Is that, is, that a, is there a chainsaw involved in this? Well, you can see in the poster. <laughs> I just, I just see, What I see is a bride walking, and I honestly didn't even notice that you had the bouquet up high. I thought that was the bouquet next to your hand because it's a small picture. Oh, yeah. No, so, that's a chainsaw. Okay, that's a chainsaw. I I'm talking now. to Stevie Wonder here. Just... Well, it's a small picture. Oh, if people, if people could actually see and or hear the shit show that was before we started recording, I don't <laughs> think you can call her out for anything. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> also, in the in the show notes, Pat, uh, if you look on this the second page, yeah. grab that last link that's on there. Okay. That's for the trailer. We'll do. Um, so people can check out Till Death Goes Part trailer. So we'll have that link in the show notes. So people can go see it. Yes, and you can go. And, and here's the thing. The link to tickets, uh, amctheaters.com, which accesses all the AMC theaters that's playing this film, uh, particularly Omaha, of course. If you get that, you can get on. You can buy your tickets. You can also get your tickets that night at the show or at any of the shows uh, at AMC Westroads 14. And um, it's just, I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm so excited because, first of all, I'm very happy for you guys. Congratulations. And I just can't the trailer just looks so fantastic. And like I said, with yeah. all the comments, what did what did somebody from Synodyme said it's John Wick meets Bill Bill meets my big fat Greek wedding or something? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> my best. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of that, a lot of comparisons to that. Ready or not. Ready or not. Scott, Ready Pilgrim, or not. Versus, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff. What's cool is we have two billboards. One that's literally right next door to Quentin Tarantino's movie theater, and now one that's above Tarantino's movie theater. Oh, wow. And we have quotes that compare it to Kill Bill with Tarantino's name on there and the John Wick films. Wow. So we're hoping Quentin, since he does all the programming for that theater itself, uh, wow. he gets to see that, you know, and takes a peek. Yeah. Hey, hey I got to ask you, being Californians, and I've been kind of following the story, what's going on with the Synodome? Is that going to reopen soon? Or I heard it got bought uh and they've been man they've been saying that for a year and a half uh so we hope so you know they've been saying it for a long time um, wow so we hope so now with gristinorama screen kind of what the indian hills used to be here in omaha before they tore the damn thing down yeah but uh well that's exciting guys so timothy woodward jr natalie byrne Thank you so much. Um, thank you guys so much for getting up early and joining us. Um, can't wait to see the movie. Again, everybody, uh, the link to the trailer will be on. Um, you guys decide, amctheaters.com to get your tickets or just come on out and buy your tickets on uh, on Friday. We're out there for the 645. Randy J. Goodwin, I'm sorry we haven't yeah. had a chance to talk to you very much. Here. I know. It's nothing to talk about, man. That's this, all this right. is about he's just here for the free coffee. That's right. He got that to make him coffee this morning. That was the best part. No, Timothy and Natalie, thanks so much for jumping on. We'll let you guys roll. Uh, we're, we're excited to, to see the movie. 
Hey, thank you guys. Thanks, Randy and Patrick, thank you guys so much, man. You guys mean the world to me. I appreciate you more of than you course, can imagine. Man. Thank you, you for having us. No problem, man. No problem. Absolutely, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to take a second to thank some other OG friends and supporters of our podcast, Kugler Vision. Kugler Vision Center, honestly, they were the first ones that were supporters and partners with our podcast. Um, and that was five years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That is unbelievable, but we certainly are thankful to have them on board. Kugler Vision stands out in the crowd without a doubt. Um, they've just got a world-class team of experts at Kugler Vision, and it keeps growing because people realize if you're going to get any kind of corrective um, procedures done, you want that team behind you without a doubt. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you should get online right now and schedule a consultation because you, don't, you need to know going into 2024 kind of where you stand. Maybe you've always been thinking mm-hmm. about getting a procedure, not having to wear glasses or contacts, it's freeing and it's it's unbelievable. It is. When you do it, the one of the first things you're going to think is, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. So invest in a life of clear vision. Possibly it's going to be something that's a gift on your list for maybe a graduate that's coming up this spring to send them off to college with uh that great vision going into college would great without glasses or contacts, but the team at Kugler vision can give you all the details and help you get that consultation on the books. So you can find out exactly what your plan is. Call them if you want 402-558-2211 or go on their website, kuglervision.com and schedule that consultation today. That was great having them on you guys. That was fun. I got to ask, I didn't want to ask in front of him because I don't know if this is appropriate because Jason Patrick's in the movie, Mm -hmm. right? Is he the groom? Uh, no, I think Cam, I think you pronounce his name. I, oh. I want to make sure I get this right. So is it Jean Day? I think is how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, because I was like, if it was Jason Patrick, I was going to say, is this kind of a documentary about him and Julia Roberts? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 All right. No. So, okay. I just, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that would be Harold and Maude, I think. <clears throat> no, this, you do uh, remember, I mean, she, she left him at the altar. Oh, that's right. I but, forgot. But about. he's still alive. Yes. Well, okay. well, we, I, so. And so she. But she yeah. survived. So she that's survived. why I'm saying yes. maybe this is kind of. Yeah, this is. I'm just saying. So Jason okay. Patrick was in was in Lost Boys, Speed Two, Natalie Byrne, Black Adam, The Enforcer. She's also in one of the um, what what are the movies? The movie, new movie coming out uh, with all the old action guys. Um, um, Expendables. Expendables. Oh, she was in one of the Expendables okay. films. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean the cast: Orlando, Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Yeah. Uh, they got a great cast on on this, and of course Natalie Byrne. I, I'm I'm excited to see her. She just kicks butt on this screen. Then the trailer she's kicking butt. So I can't wait to see this. Fantastic. That's awesome. So what else have you guys been up to? Randy, what have you been up to? About 6'2". I knew. And then you know there's an answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) You know there's an answer to that, right? Right. right. That you didn't know they stacked that that high. Oh, yeah. That's a farmer thing. I didn't know they they stacked S-H-I. Manure. We'll call it manure. I didn't know they stacked manure that high. And all the people laugh in the coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. All the old farmers. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> my dad and, and my uncles laugh at the worst jokes, and that's that's the kind of crap that they laugh at. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the barbershop is buzzing with old dudes cracking up, and all uh, of us are going, what? I don't get it. I was going to. Every time my dad asks me, what are you up to? And I'm like, I'm not touching. Well, it's kind of like not touching that one. Us now, like if you're on social media and you follow anybody under the age of 25 and so they'll post things like, I don't even understand what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I, and it's like nothing. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> so I understand. I get that. Dude, yeah. They just say, okay, boomer. And they walk away. Whatever. Boomer. Yeah, that's how yeah. they do it. That's all right. That's okay. I can take it. No, seriously though. Good oh, to see just, you guys. Just what have you been doing? Continue in the chop away at this film industry and incentive deals and Senate committee meetings and senators and governors and mayors that doesn't and sound city fun. councils that and doesn't chambers. Sound fun. That well, there's golf involved. That's, <gasps> that's, that's not it. so bad. And there's cigar lounges <laughs> involved nice. too. That's so, not so, so bad. Randy, are there like stipulations on what you can and can't do now other than obviously getting a job and working because of the strike? Are yes. there things promotionally you can't do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been asked to do quite a few things in town, and and also I can't do a lot here because I'm I'm a union actor, and, right? And in the guilds, we can't just jump on somebody's film, you know. Uh, I know they're giving um, uh, waivers to a couple of uh, projects like The Chosen, but you know, some of us are going. Why do they get a waiver? Yeah. Because they're still having a crew working. They're still ha are they going to give that content to AMPTP? Mm -hmm. Right. Somebody's what, is be it, what is that? Oh, that those are the producers and the people on the other side of us who we're striking against. Yes. They're the ones who need to pony up Got and it. pay. Okay. So making the project isn't necessarily the issue. It's the giving it to then to the, the producers and giving it to the other people on the other side is yes. the issue. Okay. Yeah. So they're still working when no one else can work, which I don't think I don't think there should be any waivers. Right. If, if we're pulling right. it up and we're and we're we're standing in solidarity with the writers because they've been in strike longer. Right. And then we finally struck as well. So now we're standing in solidarity with them. But wouldn't that be considered crossing the line, the picket line? I mean, kind of really? scabbish. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But yeah. I, yeah, I guess that SAG has given them a waiver hmm. because they're indie films. Is that I, it? I know that's a part of it because it's not a major studio, but still. Yeah. There's some technicality that they're yeah, leaning because into. it's on it's on Netflix and it's on other other streamers and things like that. So well, we work with a lot of people from Bravo and I was told and that hasn't been none of their productions have been affected because it's Bravo is a non-union network. I'm yeah. Really told, and the, well, but are, but aren't some of their crews like camera crews and produce those guys? Aren't, wouldn't they be some of them? Well, it depends union? because most stuff that is uh, most reality stuff is non-union. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not in my world. So <laughs> um I guess they're crews and things. They have their own, like well, maybe they're all, of, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe they're all just like rogue. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that are, yeah. by the way, there was a headline today that came out because the strike is now at its hundredth day, which is exactly how long the last uh, strike lasted oh, yeah. back in 2008. Was it? Well, Eight the days? last writer strike. Well, I'm sorry. Right. Yes. I'm talking about writers. I'm sorry. Yes. So the writers guild, a uh, hundred days today. And I just read where now they're going back to the table on Friday and they're hoping I think it's knock on wood that have that strike done yeah. and, and, and by Labor Day. So that's what I'm hearing now Interesting. from the so, right, not the actors guild, the writers guild. So the biggest effect right now that people that are watching TV there are, are experiencing is the like late night shows have been pulled off the air, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> what else? What else are they? Because like people viewing well, productions have been shut down, hmm, because, but, but they aren't feeling it yet. Like not people, right now, but they will. The viewers, mm -hmm. viewers maybe aren't experiencing yet because they aren't they aren't feeling it 
because it takes a while before between production and well, I don't believe they will. I don't believe they will fill it because right. there's so much content out there. And now <laughs> oh with God, the yeah. streamers, people are going, oh, I'm watching it on NBC. Then boom, they watch it again when it gets on Netflix. Then boom, like Vampire Diaries just went from Netflix, went from CW to Netflix. Once that run went through and they popped out every episode. Now it's uh, on HBO Max. So people just keep following and watching. and Or picks up new viewers <laughs> yeah. because they're on that different platforms. Yeah, and yeah. then there's so many other shows uh, that you can jump yeah. to. So it's not like they're going to be missing a lot of content. Interesting. And that, that's probably frustrating, too, for the writers and for the actors, too, because they don't have the, the public, the swell of support, because it's not affecting right. their fan base yet. Well, and I think so- the studios now, so when the actors went on strike and they're in solidarity with mm-hmm. the writers, so mm-hmm. when you have actors and writers that are striking, now the studios are going, uh-oh, because right. all these movies that were slated to come out on certain times are now starting to be pushed back a little bit. Sony just pushed back two titles from spring to next summer. And oh. if this goes on any longer, you know, it's going to affect the movies we see coming up. Yeah. The theaters are going to get hurt all over again because the product's going to be kind of like during COVID when a lot of the movies were yeah. shoved away. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's so hopefully they're going to get this stuff rectified, both writers and the screen actors you're guild. saying hopefully by labor day for both or just the well i think th- i was just looking at their article about the writers guild they're hoping that the writers will get it but i think uh, you'll see them follow suit because even if the writers say okay we can write now the actors are still on strike yeah. and the productions are still shut down so they're gonna have to just and and i think a lot of this has to do they talk about ai and randy i don't know how much of this mm. is is related to ai as much of it's related to the streaming rights well not as much anymore because alan iverson doesn't play in the nba at, anymore so <laughs> yeah it's a, kind of a moot point yeah, yeah, so. yeah okay other boomer. than that okay, <laughs> okay. boys in um, the barbershop are going crazy yeah. with that. <laughs> did you hear what randy said man come on we talking about practice <laughs> you talking about practice man hey, again anyone under 25 is going what, what? Speaking yeah. of practice, yeah. What does anybody, that mean? Okay, anybody under twenty? No, it's not uh, listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> A- AI is a, is kind of a big deal because of of statements like this from the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we want to use uh, your images in perpetuity. You know, like, do you, for, do you have you ever seen like there's a website out there called This Person Does Not Exist, and and mm. every you just keep refreshing it, and it's a different face, it's a different. They're children, they're men, they're women, mm. they're groups of people, blah blah blah, and every one of them is not a real person right and i'm like when is that going to cross that line all of a sudden and you're going to they're going to start incorporate because when they started using cgi it was like mm-hmm, a big mm-hmm. deal because then there was you know some you didn't have to go on location or create stages yeah right for mm-hmm. for sound stages for certain scenes because you could create it yeah. all otherwise green screen right that was a huge and I, a game changer. I, I totally understand coming from your guys' side in front of the camera the or in front like, of the microphone. Likeness, yeah. Like I, I, I really lean on AI a lot to not only the writing side of it for descriptions and titles for podcasts, but for editing also. Because there's a we have a platform that we use. I can't remember the name of it. So I don't look at the name. Uh, but you upload someone's voice and it clones the voice mm-hmm. and it and it to the point where it's not perfect like it long form sentences but it's getting much better. But if somebody says a name wrong that, that they read a script or read a cop read some copy on a spot read the name wrong, want a different inflection, you can get that out of that platform without having to contact that person again. So on my side, it seems convenient, but I get it where it would be extremely unfair to the talent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, very That's much what we're so. Fighting yeah. for. That's what we're fighting about. Uh, that's a big part of it anyway. Uh, the first part is definitely um, making the pay better because mm-hmm. you have that side with the streamers and, and 
now every network has its own streamer. So there's a lot of outlets where you can get yeah. your get your uh, projects made, and their billions have gone up. Mm. Ours is still here. Right. So they're like, oh, we just made another billion. Here's your hundred grand. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. we just made two billion. <laughs> hey, we need you for another one. Here's your hundred and ten <laughs> grand. No. Yeah. No, it should be doing this. It should be level. Yeah. It should be equal. Yeah. Equal or proportionate. Because there's way more of us uh, writers and actors than there are. Right. On, on the on that side. Okay, so let me ask you this: with the AI situation, how does it get resolved? Then you can't stop AI. You can't stop it. So what but. what are they supposed to do? How do they how are they supposed to compensate an actor? Thinking, okay, we may use your image down the road, but uh, do you just say, okay, if we use your image, then you get paid X amount? Is that? I mean, but I would think that'd be a no-brainer. If no it's twenty right? years from now and the actors say dead, that's what's come up is using somebody's image that's passed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When the families have some say mm -hmm. that, I mean, remember what was it? Fred Astaire and somebody who was it that danced together? Like that was the first one, and everybody's was like, that "Usher, like Fred Astaire and Usher, something like that." It was even it was, before that. It was way um, before that. Was it Ben Crosby? It was. Uh, I remember. It was in the eighties or nineties. Yeah, it was pretty it was, sweet though. But it was like whoa, and then there was Hank Senior with Hank Junior, mm -hmm. and they did "Tear in My Beer." They did that old song, mm -hmm. that Hank Senior song, and the dad and son got to be together in the video because the dad died when Hank Junior was kid and, right? and they actually looked like they were right there next they looked to like they were in the well, same room they were together in the video yeah see, with that it, i mean you look at before cgi but when when an actor dies the family gets the money mm -hmm. there's somebody in line we have to fill out paperwork okay you know when we're with the union all this uh if, if anything happened to me uh my kids get it mm -hmm. you know my ex was fighting for it <laughs> um <laughs> But but I think that should be the same thing. Mm -hmm. If if someone passes and they're using their image, can you know, in, with CGI or or in uh, AI, families should still get paid the same uh, the rates as if that actor is because working. So Could there be a different a different rate for AI or for AI? Like if it's a a completely AI project, you get three quarters of your fee since you don't have to do any work technically. They're still using your image, but they're still like, they're still the, leaning on your your yeah, credibility yeah, and yeah, reputation. It, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think the compromise is? The compromise, or is there a compromise? Uh, I I I think that they should just use us. They, okay. I mean, that's the whole point mm -hmm. is they're going to kill jobs yep. by using AI. I was going to say, if they use the, the, the person's image, there shouldn't be a cut right there. They're saving money on their side. Yeah, true. Yeah, Why should point. they shouldn't be saving money on should the talent be more. side? Exactly. You'd be more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're saving them a ton mm -hmm. by not having to have somebody actually come in and set up the time. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, um, yeah. We, were, so, yeah, we I, I, I worked agree. hard to look like this. Right? Mm -hmm. Damn. <laughs> All those jeans. <laughs> All that growing up and eating food, yeah. wearing clothes and not stuff. getting hit by a car, right? Well, all that safety stuff. All that safety stuff. And I, I used to be on safety patrol at Wakanda. <laughs> right? I was protecting other kids who never became actors. The thing is, what I, what I don't, what I don't like is they're using Randy's image and they're turning him white in a lot of things. Yeah, so I think oh, that's, yeah, that's not right. That's not. I just. That's not right. That's not no. right. No. It's not right. <laughs> We gotta put a stop he's, to this. He's I know. You gotta put your foot down somewhere. Because the funny thing is, people don't even realize I'm Thor. <laughs> <laughs> they just put that beard on me, and I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> really? And they're calling, they're calling my yeah. my AI me Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what is there that could be worse. That, it could be worse. Yeah, it could, be. could always be worse. All right, before we wrap up, real quick, you Ghost in the Graveyard. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, well, it's in you know currently I'd say in development, and I'll, the my producer and director are both 
Writers Guild and Directors Guild members. So nothing can be done on it right now. So right okay. now it's kind of in a holding pattern. Nice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a script I wrote uh, after the call. And uh, it's actually a kid's horror film. And um, I'm excited to, you know, get this thing uh, up and running very soon. So uh, I think it's a genre that is very underserved. And Randy and I have discussed this for years. Like, why aren't there horror movies for kids? There's there's, there's, there's fairy tale. Mother Goose is loaded with them because every one of those stupid fairy tales is terrifying. Right. If you <laughs> you read them, you read them for what they are. I mean, my God, Hansel and Gretel, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you yeah. <laughs> Little Red Riding yeah. Hood? Yeah. I mean, they're all terrifying. Well, <laughs> now you should, you know what, Hansel, you should change the name. Maybe it would have gotten made, like Picnic in the Graveyard. There you go. Oh, it'd be something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, back when this was first written and was pitched to Disney years ago, um, Disney said it was it was too dark. And um, you know, he's made some bad choices. Lately. Well, night. I'm just <laughs> it's, 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 it happens at night. What do you mean? It's too dark. Disney's Uh-oh. had some trouble lately with and, making and, bad decisions. Yeah, anyway. A little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit. Well, there. You know, it's it's like you know, Haunted Mansion just came out, and I was so excited because Guillermo del Toro was supposed mm-hmm. to do the remake of this movie. And he said, you know, hey, the Eddie Murphy film that came out in 2000 was fine for what it is, but I want a scary scary haunted mansion everybody was so excited right next thing you know he's out because evidently he turned in a script that disney said was too scary what even though it was it would definitely qualify for a pg-13 film it wasn't like it was a horror gory film it was just very scary because that's what he promised so now what do we have in my opinion it looks like another eddie murphy it's like Mm -hmm. eddie murphy 2.0 with different you know with now (laughs) tiffany (laughs) tiffany haddish instead of eddie murphy so you know and i the the film underperformed Mm -hmm. it didn't do bad but it didn't do what they thought it was Mm -hmm. because again might as well rent the eddie murphy film you know what was it called uh, Haunted Mansion just came out. Disney's Haunted Mansion. That's why. Okay, that's probably based on the right. <laughs> based I on the right. And here's another thing: they released it on in July. This is a Halloween why did they film. Always do well, that? you know why? I'll tell you why. Just figured this out because they want it to be on Disney Plus at Halloween. Ah, uh, that I mean this just goes to show you they don't give two shits about the movie but, theaters. Yeah. they just care right? about Disney Plus. But don't you remember those years me. ago, Pat? I mean, mm-hmm. we would we were ta- we talked about this probably every year on the radio. It was like mm-hmm. something would come out in July, and it was inevitably some scary movie. Yeah. Or or Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. somewhere around Valentine's Day is when yeah. this. And it's like, why are you putting this out now? Yeah, and that was before streaming services. That was before. Yeah. They I mean, always and, have done that. You know, the call when the call was supposed to originally come out was going to be in July. And then COVID hit, and it took them longer to finish the film. So because of that, the film was released in October, where it should have been from the beginning. So I wasn't happy about COVID, but I was certainly happy that the film got pushed to to be released. Tiffany Haddish really is in this. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I mean, seriously, how ah, scary ah, of a movie is going to be with it's, Tiffany freaking Haddish? And Owen Wilson. And it's, and it's, I'm, I'm Danny scared. DeVito. I'm scared. And it's Haddish. It's had, not Haddish. 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 So it is not Haddish. It's well, not Haddish. Well, well, sure. Haddish is a very good friend of mine. Yeah. Very, 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 Always very, Haddish. Very the only He's thing good. that leads me to believe this is a scary movie is Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Oh. <laughs> Why would that be scary? She just plays Madame Leota. You know, she the, just screams. Yeah, well, she does scream, but I mean, and listen, I'm not going to, I haven't, I have not seen the film yet, so I'm not going to say it sucks, but I'm not sure I want to see the film because as soon as Del Toro was out, I'm like, I wanted a scary haunted mansion. But Guillermo did not direct it? No, he wasn't involved at all. He was done. Justin Simeon. Oh man, he would have made it so funny because he's really good on Jimmy Kimmel. 
Guillermo ah. del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're on strike. They anyway. just handpicked they, him. Like, yeah, that's unbelievable. Now he, he comes in there and does no audition, role. anything. Just yeah. picked him. No, no, it's, he's amazing. not doing the show now, anyway. So. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and so oh, it's, it's, it's it's kind of sad that that that's movie. Sad. I'm not going to go down that road. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <sighs> Disney Disney's made a lot of missteps lately, and I I oh. I don't know. Just shake my head. Don't get me talking All about right. this. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for coming hey, in. Hey, thank you, guys. This was fun. Always a kind of like a, the casserole of podcast episodes when y'all show up. So right. We never <laughs> well, next time. A little we'll, bit of everything. We'll bring a casserole next time. If I, you wish like. you would. I, I wish you would. I wish you would. right here. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Head to the diner. <laughs> go see the boys. There we go. Good deal. All right. Uh, thank you guys for thank listening. Thank you guys great, so much. Great review. And, well, I muted myself. Great review and subscribe to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.